Hey friend, I know you're here because you know that God has created you for a purpose that is bigger than you. And if you have a hint of what that purpose is, it should be scary because you know, God loves to do big things through his people who are obedient. Are you ready to walk into all that God has designed for you? Then I want to invite you to the circle of greatness, my coaching program. In this program, we'll talk about knowing God more, knowing his purpose, and then utilizing that space to make the impact to create the wealth that he has designed for you. God doesn't change his mind about you. What he designed for you is still yours, but it's up to you to take steps that move you from where you are now into the purpose that he has designed for you. That's what this program will help you with, moving from where you are into God's greatness for you. It is a transformational program, and I can't wait to connect with you in there. Click the link in the description to sign up or just learn more about it. Hello, and welcome to my Lane Audio Experience. I am Mevisaina Ganjadza, and I am so excited to have you here. So excited. So here's the thing. I know that you know that God made you for a specific purpose. My hope is that through this podcast and everything that I share here, you'll be encouraged to take charge of your life and be uniquely you. Your purpose is your lane. And all I want to see you do is own your lane. Ready for today's episode? Are you sure? Let's do it. Your body is going to pull you in a certain direction. You must arise and say, no, no, you are not in charge here. I am. Therefore, wake up, go work out. Wake up, pray, move, study. Hello and welcome to Own Your Lane. This is the best place for ambitious people who are taking charge of their lives, making that income, making that impact and living fulfilling lives. How are you doing today? And today we're going to talk about the power of choice. This is the ability for us as humans to make decisions, to make a judgment and choose a path that pleases us. I love the scripture, Colossians 3 verse 1 to 5. You can read it on your own, but there are a few points there that I'd like to share with you that show our power of choice. Because what God has done is created us in his image and given us the ability to create our reality. So we have that power to make decisions, to choose a pathway. And for me, this has been an interesting journey of discovery because for the longest time, I thought life was happening to me. I didn't think I had that much influence on the happenings in my world, the happenings in my space. But that is not true. I have so much power and everything that I see that I don't like, everything that I say that I like, I've had a contribution, a big contribution towards my perception of it and my experiencing it. So today, as we go through Colossians 3, verse 1 to 5, let me highlight a few points. The first instruction that we get from that scripture is set your heart. You have the responsibility to lead your heart. Oh, we like to follow our hearts. That's a big instruction that is really commercialized. Follow your heart, follow your heart. But what is in your heart? Your heart holds the things that you put in it. So if you have been damaged, hurt, you have experienced life in a negative way, your heart can lead you to things that can be destructive. You should not follow your heart. You should set your heart, lead your heart. Sit down, see what your life is about, where you're going with your life, and then guide your heart in the right place. And if you're a Christian like me, we don't even have to sit down and think where my life is going. We go into the scriptures and see, what does the Bible say about my life? What is God saying about where I should be and what I should be doing? then let me put my heart in that place. 
you set, you guide, you lead your heart. The second instruction that we get from the scripture is think on things in heaven. Think on these specific things. Guide your thoughts. Defend your thoughts. Lead your thoughts. You have to be aware of what you think about and be able to switch it up and say, no, I'm not thinking about that. I'm not going to focus on that. How many times? Well, I have done this a lot where I have really meditated on a fight that is not necessary. I have meditated on negative things. After that, you feel exercised. You feel geared up to fight. When in actual sense, you need to clear your mind and just let things go. There are unnecessary debates, unnecessary fights, unnecessary contentions that happen because we are not guiding our thoughts. So this instruction is guide your thoughts. Think on specific things, things of heaven, not on earthly things. So these are things that are about your purpose, things that will bring God's prosperity into the world. Think on those things. And when you catch your thoughts distracted or moving away, guide them back. I love the instructions in Philippians. It says, think on these specific things. And it says things that are noble, things that are admirable, things that are pure, things that are holy, things that are praiseworthy. It gives you some guides on what you should think about. And for the longest time, not only I, I believe other people too, have been in a place where we think our thoughts just go there. So let them go. Our thoughts go to this negative place. And you're like, well, it's my thoughts. They're going there. What can I do? But you have the responsibility to guide your thoughts. The third instruction that we get is put to death every desires. Oh, your body has desires. This is now your body seeking to be guided by you. Your body will tell you to sleep when it's time to work. Your body will tell you to sleep when it's time to study. And you actually know that the studying is for your good. You want to pass those exams. You want to get that certification because you want to get that promotion that will improve your quality of life. You know that. But your body will give you a different instruction. It will tell you, let's binge watch this show. It's fun. You like it. And you sit there and watch that show. And then you find that you're frustrated in life because the things you set out to do, you're not doing. So put to death every desires. These can be sexual desires. These are food-related desires that harm your body. You know, most lifestyle diseases have us choosing things that harm us. Okay, so put to death those desires. There's a whole list of desires that you can put to death, but these are harmful desires, harmful habits. Your body is going to pull you in a certain direction. You must arise and say, no, no, you are not in charge here. I am. Therefore, wake up, go work out. Wake up, pray, move, study. You guide your body. And that is the ultimate use of the power of choice. I've just gone all in on our responsibilities from the power of choice. But I want you to understand that God has given us that choice. Also, sometimes we think, well, God's will, God's time, God's this and God's that, because we think we're waiting on God to act and we'll just receive the things that God has redeemed for us. That is not true. Because when we read Deuteronomy 30 verse 19, you see God pleading with his children. He's saying, choose life. I have placed before you life and death, blessings and curses, choose. God can't choose for us. He has given us a will. And he can't violate it. He can't come and start tampering with our will. He can persuade us. He can give us options. He can show us that this is the consequence of this and this is the consequence of that. Please choose different. But ultimately, it's up to us to choose. That's the power of God creating humans and giving them the power of choice. Giving them a spirit. Giving them a mind. We get to choose what we want. And so he pleads with us in Deuteronomy 30 verse 19. He says, choose life so that you and your children can live. I have placed before you a curse and a blessing. Look at what the curse will bring. 
Look at what the blessing will bring. Choose the blessing. Choose life for you and yours. This implies a few things. Number one, that there are alternatives. There are so many alternatives. And in this scripture, it looks black and white, right? Blessing or curse. But as we live through life, the blessing and curse get covered up in so many things. So many alternatives. So many disguises. You have to be clear. Choose. Everything that you're choosing now is either taking you away from your purpose or propelling you further towards your purpose. Are you aware of the choices you're making? You have to understand the alternatives. You have to understand the options. Are you just sleeping tonight? Or is it a choice of investing in yourself or being stuck? It might look like you're just sleeping, right? It might look like you're just taking a nap. When in actual sense, it's a choice. A choice that will backfire or a choice that will propel you forward. So life has alternatives, a variety of decisions. But in actual sense, you're basically choosing from life or death, blessing or curse. Because God has no gray. God has no middle ground. So you have to be aware of this variety of choices. You have to be aware of your destination and be able to say, this choice is taking me away from my purpose and this one is propelling me forward towards my purpose. All this means that you, my friend, and I, we have the ability to choose. We have the power. You know, sometimes we act indecisive. You're like, oh, this, I can't see. I don't know. What should I do? You have the power. You have the power to choose your actions. You have the power to choose your reactions. You have the power to chart a new paths. You have the power to maintain the paths you're on. We are choosing that every day. And this becomes unconscious over time. But we have the ability to train ourselves. And train ourselves so that our mind automatically knows that we don't go to the left, we go to the right when we come to this decision. And that's what the word of God does. When you immerse yourself in God's word, when you immerse yourself in your purpose, when you immerse yourself in the right knowledge and experiences, you have the privilege of just being automatically guided towards the right path. Because sometimes you're like, how did I get here? You got yourself there. Because over time you have created this track record with yourself that guides you. It guides you towards what you always do. So if what you always do is keep promises that you make to yourself and others, you'll be guided like that. It becomes automated in your system that, oh, we have to keep our word. But if it is the opposite, you don't keep your word. You tell yourself, I'm going to stick to the schedule and you don't. You have created a track record over time. You find that you'll be guided against it. Therefore, the decision is yours. The conditioning is at your mercy. You decide that. So we have the power to choose, again, our actions, our reactions, to stay in the paths we're in or to chart a new paths. That's up to us. So what can we do about all this? Well, we have to train ourselves correctly. We have to equip ourselves to make the right choices. Because most of the choices we make are automated, it is important that when we are conscious, we train our subconscious. When we're conscious, we're training the system that runs on autopilot so that it knows what to do and what not to do. And the first key of that training is getting the right knowledge. The Bible says, my people are being destroyed for lack of knowledge. What you don't know is stealing from you, literally. It's taking away from your life. Now, when you get knowledge, about God, knowledge about your field, knowledge about yourself. It empowers you to make the right decisions. Because of so many options in our world, you find that you're not really choosing between black and white all the time. You're not choosing between bad or good all the time. Sometimes you're choosing between good and best. God wants what's best for you. You have this perfect plan that God has designed for you. But you have alternatives. 
lesser plans that will present themselves they'll look good they'll have some some they'll have some level of success but they're not the best and getting knowledge equips you to know that no this is not what I signed up for. No, this is not what my capability can attain for me. I can do better. I can do more. I can achieve more. So first of all, know God. Second of all, know your purpose. Then know yourself. Know your field. Know as much as you can so that you can operate and choose the best that God has designed for you. This knowledge gives us the second step, which is clear pathways. Be clear where you're going. You know all these things, you know your purpose, but what does that look like? Which field are you operating in? Do you have a plan? Do you have a strategy? Because sometimes you know, I'm going to go to Mangoji, but you are maybe in Zuzu. So you can't just say, I'm off to Mangoji. No, there are steps you have to take. And so getting knowledge allows you to have this clarity of pathways. So you'll be able to say, okay, if I take this bus that is going to Tanzania, even though I'm in Zuzu, even though the buses are many, it's not going to take me to Mangoji, so I need to redirect. You get it? So these clear pathways come from knowledge, but you must then use your knowledge to develop these clear pathways. Take time out to have a plan, a strategy, a five-year plan, a two-year plan. Don't underestimate what you can do in five years and overestimate what you can do in a day. We have a tendency to do that. So on a day, you plan so many things. But I ask you, what are you going to do in 15 years? You are blank. You're not sure because you have overloaded your current spread your things be patient brick by brick is the approach so you go like okay in the first year i'm going to move from point a to point b and do these assessments where you're like did i move from point a to point b why did i do it why didn't i do it what did i need what didn't i need and all these assessments will help you as you develop these clear pathways and the last thing that you must do which is really really necessary is to be bold this process of acquiring knowledge, getting to know God, yourself, your environment, and then developing the pathways, using the power of choice that God has given you, being able to set your mind on the right things and putting to death other things and managing your thoughts. All these things sound good, but you will have to change a lot in your life to be able to enforce them. And so you have to be bold. Boldness is not just naturally occurring. It comes with practice as well. So you stand up today and do the right thing. You learn something new, you see the options that exist, and you choose better, you choose different. That is boldness. You feel the fear, you feel the sweat coming up, you feel that thing that comes on your throat. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't be able to speak, but you speak anyway. You push past it. You are developing your boldness muscle. And before you know it, there you are killing lions and bears and giants. How? You practiced. So train yourself for boldness as you make these new decisions, as you exercise your power for decision. Ultimately, God has given us that responsibility to map our lives out. He has given us that responsibility to choose, to make decisions for good or for bad, for blessing or for curse, for our good or for our harm. We are making those decisions every day. So we have to move that decision-making process to the conscious side where we are aware of why am I doing what I'm doing when I'm doing it? And then we make the tweaks that are necessary. It's not going to be easy, not a one day process, but it is worth your while because your reality, the success you attain, the achievements that you attain depends on the choices you make and you must make the right choices. I hope this was helpful for you.
And if it was, I'd like to offer you an amazing resource that I've developed. It's called The Zone of Success. It's a guide that helps you identify the age that God has given you, the set of skills and gifts that God has wired in you that will guide you towards the success, purpose, and fulfillment that you desire in your life. God has created us all uniquely different. And when we learn to understand this difference and the advantage it brings, it leads to us attracting the success we need in our business, relationships, work, everything that we do. So click the link in the description and get the Zone of Success ebook. It's a short but powerful exercise that will sure impact you in your journey towards your purpose and towards your success. Do leave a comment, subscribe, share. Let me know what you think about this topic that we talked about, the power of decision. Let me know your experience with the Zone of Success ebook. And then I will talk to you next week. New video every Tuesday, so stick around and let's grow together. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me here on my Lane Audio Experience. Be sure to subscribe and share. And I can't wait to hang out again soon. All right? Okay. Bye-bye.